Final seconds here in this NBA season. The respect from those two. And that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers conquer the bubble. And banner number 17 will soon hang in the rafters. Such an emotional time for these L.A. Lakers. And also emotional for Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. As we said, a painful way for a great season to come to an end. Always so inspiring when an individual or a team overachieves or accomplishes the unexpected. That's what the Heat did. But they ran up against a Laker team that defensively just steamrolled them here tonight. Welcome back to RSPN. It's sounding a little bit different right now because I'm actually getting it started myself. This is episode 41. Uh, you know, Mark, he kind of fell back a little bit. I'm sure you guys already know why. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers winning the finals. Um, it's a big moment. Mark, you, you, you're you're kind of quiet right now. Where are you at? Are you okay? Uh, actually, on? you know what? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get over a little bit of the 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 down feeling that I've had in these past few days. I'm just gonna lay it out. I'm just gonna lay it out. I, th- I think out. I think we should just go forward with mm-hmm. everything. Everybody that has been listening to the predictions and what I have thought about these NBA finals, I think it's just okay to 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 lay things out and provide a tip of the hat. I guess you would say it's really incredible to see somebody in their 17th year be able to go into a finals and perform in such a dominant fashion to be able to get their fourth NBA championship and pretty much provide and it really adds a really good amount to the rest of their Hall of Fame career that they already have. So. I think it's good to congratulate Sue Bird and the Seattle Storm on winning the WNBA Finals. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Doing really what happened? That's where you're going with this. Where do you think I was going? I thought you were going the way that that you know you should be going. We mean? haven't even. I mean, we should definitely congratulate you know <laughs> the girls over the WNBA. But like, absolutely right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That, that's that's not what this is about today. Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, I well, th- we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Miami Heat and the loss. We gotta we gotta Lakers. talk about how much money you lost potentially. No money, no money was lost. What you mean? No money was lost. I made a game. I made a game. I made a game. We'll talk about the game. We are going to provide all congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers and discuss everything that has happened within the past week of the NBA Finals. And to do so, we one hundred percent needed. A Los Angeles legend, not only to come on to the show for our final episode of RSPN, but but it is a Los Angeles legend that came on with us September seventeenth of two thousand nineteen to crazy. begin the NBA season with us and the Battle of Los Angeles that we talked to uh, last year. It Unfortunately, wasn't really a thanks wasn't to the really a thanks to the fucking Clippers, we do not have a Battle of Los Angeles. Why are you, but, are you still salty about that? Let it go, man. 100% I'm circling every single Heat Clippers game next season. But right now, this week, I'm done on the Clippers. I just want to talk about everything positive that has happened in Los Angeles since Sunday night with the Josh Pease. Josh, how have you been feeling since Sunday? I've been feeling amazing, man. Like, this is a a dream come true. Ten years. Ten years. And that's not even a long way. You know, you got some franchises like the Clippers who who will never – 
who don't even <laughs> ten years is nothing. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, ten years. It was ten long years, and you know, we back, back in the promised land, back where we're supposed to be. And now, honestly, I'm like, I see it. I see it so clear. We're about to three P, and I'm calling it now. Wow. I'm calling a three P immediately. Can we go to the air horns now? Hold on. We spoke, we spoke maybe 15, 20 minutes before starting this show, and Josh made sure not to say shit about no 3P before we hit record. Because I'm telling you, man, 3P, I hear it, I feel it, it's coming, so. Wow. Yeah, man. That's big time, man. I mean, it's not like it can't happen, so. Because I actually feel like the Lakers are probably, they'll probably be an even better team next year. You're going to get more free agents for sure. And I think they'll, and I think next year's team will be this team with, a, with one, not even a superstar, but just another free agent. The, yeah. the the three peat year will be a superstar, and that's when people are gonna be like, okay, like the Lakers not playing fair. And as we have plenty of opportunity to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat uh, yeah. for, with an incredible finals so far, well, I think I think we should, I think it's good to start off and just give props to the NBA in general for being able to pull off a, a season that has been very successful like this with literally zero cases since yeah. they actually started everything in July. Yeah, a few shenanigans like, you know, obviously the the Magic City shit and uh, stuff like that. And, and, and Housegate? And Housegate, yeah. But other than that, like, yeah, it, it was it was a, a immediate success. I think they just got it right. I know other sports are kind of like struggling, but I will say with other sports, they're still traveling a lot. You know what I'm saying? So soccer, baseball, uh, football, like they're still going state to state to play their games. And even having some fans in the stadium you know what i'm why saying think, why are things going so uh, i mean granted you know i'm not really the biggest when it comes to the nfl in general but why but why are things so i saw that things were like games were getting it's pushed back right things were getting yeah. fully canceled um because bro they have no restriction i mean there's no they basically are just going off like common respect so players are still doing whatever the fuck they want to do you know they they can travel wherever they want to travel like they they don't have any real rules so um you know and it's a of contact sport i mean basketball is a contact sport as well but this is a this is a little different so uh, i don't know man it's, it's actually we have a game like they eliminated the thursday game this week and there's a tuesday game because of this so things are just weird in the nfl right now um mm-hmm. but yeah they're, they're traveling man like it's just the bubble is the bubble was perfect for the nba but you can't you can't have a bubble for the nfl <laughs> it's just too it's just too many players yeah, that, that's kind of my biggest takeaway from every from the NBA bubble is that like the NBA can do it. You know, it's less players. You know, the teams aren't as big, but like mm-hmm. NFL teams, it's like hundred plus per- players plus personnel. Like it can get crazy. So I don't know. I think you know other leagues aren't going to be able to pull off the bubble, but I think they need to figure out their own solution. Gotcha. And I think you know, uh, you know, the NFL just seems like they're just like you said, it's just kind of going off a of common respect and letting teams do as they want. Mm-hmm. And like that's how you're seeing like some stadiums with fans, and then you know you have I think it was Dallas. There was like a fan that had COVID, and like you're like, damn, like you actually have people in the stadium that have COVID. Yeah, like, we're, we're it's saying, crazy. Yeah, they're not even. I don't know. It's just it's no plan at all. Tennessee like, Titans. I mean, they're like they're on the brink of the NFL's on the brink of making them forfeit games. Yeah, you know, because they have so many players. Get it? So they're not so they're not doing temperature checks or anything like that. I mean, I'm sure they are, bro. But you know, if you pass the if you pass the test, I mean, you pass if you, the, if test, you pass you the test, you're pretty much just good to go. Yeah, they're they're testing after everything now. I'm, right? I'm not talking about athlete perspective, but we're from like we're from like a fan, but like fan oh, wise, they're not I checking heads I'm as as you walk in. I'm not in. really sure, like 
you know, they're they're bringing in, letting 5,000 people in, you know, 1,000 people in, in a, in a stadium that holds 45 or, or 50 or whatever, 35. That's a, you know, it's not that serious. They may be, I'm sure they're doing some type of check, but that doesn't mean, you know how COVID is, man. You don't, you can have it, not know. I know you're really not, well, I don't know if you're really not contagious if you're not showing symptoms, but, you know, there's things that people are just going to do what the fuck they want to do, man. It's just different. They're traveling, man. They're traveling. These players are still probably, you know, moving crazy. NBA had it on lock, man. They they couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> they wasn't allowed. And that's one thing that, I mean, the one thing that I actually did worry about throughout the area of announcing the bubble where there were actually critiques and a, a very vocal amount of people that said, do not do this. We're, not only are we still dealing with things with George Floyd and everything like that, but we're still not 100% sure what is going to happen with Kobe and you shouldn't even do the season at all. The one thing that I ended up worrying about is losing a star and in a playoff series because they ended up uh, developing COVID. And now he he literally has to quarantine. And then what's going to happen when, God forbid, it's, it's, a, it's a James Harden, it's a Giannis, it's a LeBron James. And now the playoffs is going to now miss that because they're forced to quarantine. So I didn't want to see what type of ways they try and get around, get around that and get away with that as those things happen. But thankfully, none of that happened. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we weren't sure, though. You know, I think when it first got announced, the bubble, I mean... And of course, COVID. It was concerning. Yeah, the anxiety was a little different with COVID too. I know we're. I mean, it feels like we're getting to the tail end of it all. You know, I mean, obviously, I don't the vaccine and all that shit, but it anxiety was like much higher. But right before the bubble started, and obviously, we were all unsure. So, um, but man, I, I gotta I gotta give it up to Adam, man. He he uh, he got it right. He got it right this time. Silver Squad is eating very well. I will say, and we saw the email today actually ended up getting the official announcement that the off season for the NBA is going to end up uh, starting on December 1st. Originally, we we're supposed to have a brand new NBA season on Christmas, but I feel like everything that has been pushed back since then, and of course, the draft coming up uh, within a couple of weeks is going to be something that you 100% cannot pull off on Christmas Day, and especially to to the way that Adam is talking about it, because in this email that ended up going out to, I think, every NBA fan that, that pretty much had either bought merchandise or has has dealt with NBA.com in some form or fashion, um, he had noticed that, he had, well, he had referenced that there are going to, he's hoping that there's going to be some areas where uh, we can get more fans in the arenas once again. And after, um, after these past couple of days, I don't feel like that is the best type of idea i feel like he should take a look at what's going on in, in nfl and pretty much reconsider but then again do you save the nba uh, the next nba season for an area where um you don't have to have everybody risk and sacrifice and stay in a bubble in orlando for x amount of weeks x amount of months i think that's the best way to do it but hopefully things start clearing up in an area where we can start getting some fans back i hope so man i, I miss the fans you know how crazy that game would have been that watching yeah, the Lakers. I mean, yeah, Stable Center, American been, Airlines Arena, uh, both of them would have been going nuts to, to 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 be able to at least have an option, even if they would have done. What what game was that? Was that a was that a Laker home game technically? Uh, game six would have been in Miami. Okay, it would have been a Miami game. Okay. So thank God that would have been a win on the home floor. I'm sure that would have added to a lot more stress from Heat Nation in general, but that ended up that ended up being an, an away game for Los Angeles. So I feel like either way, they would have had stay, uh, some, some type of watch in a stable center where you start going crazy. But thankfully, people were able to 
don't know. I don't even. I don't even want to know because after what after some of the tweets that I saw, I would. I would say people were able to safely celebrate out in Staples last night. But I don't know, Josh. How did it feel being out, being out on 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 Sunday and and being able to celebrate the championship? Hey man, there was nothing safe about it. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 fear like 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 fear for your life or or just or just oh, people are out like, no mask. No people out no mask. People out drinking in public. Like I ain't oh, even gonna, like. It's funny. I shouldn't even be telling this because it's damn there. This is borderline snitching. But at one point, someone put <laughs> <out> a <laughs> in, like it was a whole oh, thing. No. Like, last night was wild. It's funny because my homie that was with me literally turned to me as we was walking down the street at one point was like bro he's like you can do anything tonight it's like a purge oh like, no nah, nah, see yep i would have been <laughs> right back inside no you know what honestly i was masked up besides when i was smoking and i was just like man like this we're not gonna have a parade like this is the first championship in 10 years like i gotta be out in the streets and experience this like i i had to so like i don't know i literally i ain't gonna even front Got tested this morning. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's but that but that's good though, because not yeah, a lot of areas. Good. I mean, it's it's getting a little bit easier for for immediate testing. But uh, the videos that I saw, I mean, we ended up seeing the cars on your story last night. I ended up yeah. seeing people people with the smoke. Uh, well, not really the smoke bombs, but uh, the smoke throwing the purple and gold in the air. We saw the Kobe videos. Those Kobe chants mm-hmm. had to be, from what I saw, it ended up being some of the loudest things. Uh, where people are like, I want to say thirty floors up from what it looks like, and you could hear this going down for blocks yeah 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 oh, my cousin devon no, was sending me videos it was it was wild man i saw the streets it looked crazy yeah no speaking of kobe i just saw this morning on one of these little websites some dude got beat up for saying fuck kobe like oh, just, man. someone went out no there's no way somebody went out last night and hey, said that man. well they're saying that in general right now is wild but saying that is crazy but saying that last night was suicide and that guy I don't know yeah, I'm about to say, is he still he's still with us? I, 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 I highly doubt. He said, is he still with us? <laughs> I highly doubt. Yeah, man. No, last night was amazing, dude. Like, it was just good to have that energy in the streets, especially after how rough the year 2020's been with, with Kobe. And then before that, Nipsey. Like, they were playing. It's funny. Like, the Nipsey and Kobe connection was very much alive that, last night, too. Like, just people playing the music and just kind of, like, chanting Kobe. Like, it was just – it was good. It was good to have that energy in the streets. LA definitely needed it. Hopefully we can keep it going. Yeah, and I feel like you saw that that type of that type of relief from Jeannie Bus as as the the Lakers were able to of course get the Larry O'Brien trophy. She ended up passing it to the players. Um and she ends up making history as the first female owner in the NBA uh to win an NBA championship. So that ends up being really big. But Jeannie Bus definitely one of the more the more vocal uh people that were out in January of, of twenty twenty as 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 Kobe ends up passing. And it ends up looking bleak in an, in an area for Laker fans because, yes, you have a team that is very equipped to make runs in the NBA playoffs. And that's going to be that's going to end up coming in the next couple of months. And as positive as that may be, that ends up being the darkest day for a lot of fans and still is, and still is something that a lot of fans are not over from a Laker perspective uh, as of as of right now. Yeah, no, that's tough. Like, it's, it's, you know, like that. We'll never get over that. Like, that's that's Kobe. That's Bean. Like, that's literally the greatest basketball player of all time. So, it's always going to be that void. And, you know, you wish he was here to kind of experience that. And, he, and, you know, it's crazy how much a part of this championship he would have been if he was here because he was at the games and him and Gigi yeah. were front row. Like, literally the last game I went to, they were there. That was like the last game he went to as well. 
yeah, like, you know, even even taking that loss in those jerseys, like, you know, I, I remember those losses we took with Kobe and, like, how heartbreaking those was. But, like, you know, the comeback is always greater. And that's why we're champions now. Yeah, I, w- I will say uh, the 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 thing that ended up upsetting me, uh, I will be 100% honest, the thing that, uh, that ended up upsetting me was after game four, uh, the Lakers go up 3-1. Anthony Davis hits an insane three-pointer, oh, a very mm-hmm. wide-open three-pointer, I will add. And LeBron James is screaming up and down because obviously the Lakers are now up 3-1. Once I have the opportunity to see to see 3-1, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it's got to be disappointing. Because the 2016 Cavaliers are the only team in the history of the NBA to, 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 uh, to be able to overcome that. And as much as you try and talk yourself into it, you literally have a good 80 plus years of history going against you, you with literally that, one outlier. Yeah, you want to feel like you could do it, but it's a lot of fucking work, dude. So as so as game four ends, the the note comes in and it says the Los Angeles Lakers are gonna wear their mama jerseys for game five. And I was like, Oh, y'all can't be you you really cannot be serious. So is this is this the statement? So I go into game five, like, please, please beat the lakers in these mama jerseys so i can stop hearing about this and they ended up and they ended up doing it which made me 100 percent happy but again uh you hear you see anthony davis's quote on that that says yeah it sucks that we weren't able to go undefeated in the mama jerseys but obviously we have the championship to to make up for that yeah i mean I, honestly those jerseys like i hate the notion of like trying to go undefeated in those jerseys like that, that's what that i'm saying i'm like yo like, y'all are dragging it yeah yeah it's like it's corny. you're gonna lose like, at some point come on bro it's funny because when they put on the whites for Sunday, people was like, "This Sunday whites? Like, is this what they gonna wear?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, man, that's what they wear on Sunday. Like, let's just let's just wear what we gonna wear." And just <laughs> it's cool, game. yeah. Fuck all this shit. <laughs> exactly, so. and I, I I don't I don't know where the announcement came because you announced that literally the day before. Like, that is a decent amount of time to now add bulletin board material. Like, hey, we're gonna end this in five games, and we're gonna do it in the Kobe jerseys. I was like, yo. This cannot. This, I, I wonder. I wonder who who decided this. Yeah, My whole I mean, thing is, it, it seemed like it was a team decision, like which is cool, great, but like y'all better do the fucking job. Like it's so funny, everybody, like they they literally thought they were gonna do it. Like Anthony Davis had his fucking gold Kobe's on. <laughs> like fucking everybody's just all fucking ready for this shit. I'm like, yo, like are you y'all really it, ready? Yeah, are y'all dressed for it. <laughs> And it ends up getting into an area in Game Five where where the 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 conversation that ends up leaving Game Five isn't even really about yes Miami has survived and is and has pushed this to a Game Six where they have the opportunity to end up pushing it to a Game Seven. The whole day of the whole day of media is well should LeBron James have shot on four people? I don't know. Should he have shot, should he have passed it to Danny Green? And then Danny Amen. Green comes out and says that he's he and his fiance are getting death threats. Well. The Danny Green is that that situation is I, I did feel for him to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know to me, I wasn't mad at Braun because it was the right play to it was the right play from a basketball standpoint. I know from a superstar standpoint, they want LeBron to finish that game. I get it. But from a from it's it's an important game. Like he was trying to make the best play that could possibly happen. And it, he had what well, he pulled in two, three guys, you know, passed it out. Danny Green wide open at the three. I mean, we're expecting a, a ball. Like I was uh, expecting a 2013 
San Antonio Spur, Danny Green bucket. three to go That's directly in, and I was like, oh, don't tell That's me Danny bucket. Green is about so to end this. I felt I felt bad for him, man, because I know he probably got murked from every social media direction. <laughs> from every type of Laker fan from, yeah, from he, age eight to age eighty. Yeah, he probably everybody was going on Danny people Green. People who he don't even know. Yeah, you know. that's just crazy. But, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I didn't send no death threats, but uh, I definitely found out where his brother works. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? What, what, what are you gonna do with that? Josh, Josh, I know Josh got Kuzma. Kuzma on, on the green. Oh yeah, yeah. Josh, Josh for sure be killing Kuzma. I don't know. I don't know if he if, if he was a very appreciative of Kuzma with his shirt off on. Sunday. Josh, Josh put the yeah. green light on Kuzma like a few weeks ago. It's funny, you know. It's funny on the after the game, I was gonna end my beef with Kuz, but you know. It is what it is. <laughs> just gonna let it still ride? My, no, you know what it is, man. I don't even have a beef with Kuz. I just think he's just whack, and I just want him off my team ASAP. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wait a Trade this guy. But what makes him? He just thinks he's a cornball. He want him gone. He just he just whack, bro. Bring on Kelly Aubrey or whatever his name is, man. Let's bring him off. Oh, Phoenix. you want Ubre? Let's let's put him on the hey, Phoenix. What's up? Uh, we 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 calling we calling this off season. Let's make that. I don't happen. know. Phoenix, Phoenix might be taxing after after Ubre season. Um, this hey man, past, they can get a, they can get an NBA champion, Kyle, Kyle Kuzma or Carl Kuzma. NBA <laughs> champion Kyle Kuzma. I feel like you're gonna set. So if 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 Phoenix said okay, we'll take Kuzma, Caruso, and uh, who else you want to throw up on there? Let's throw. Let's yeah, let's throw. Caruso not getting throw, traded, bro. Uh, yeah, not Caruso, yeah, Caruso not getting traded, bro. That's that's yeah. gonna be one of them guys. LeBron's like. <laughs> Think again. They here better go for somebody else. Exactly. I was about to say you can put a damn finals. Uh, one of the considerations for finals MVP in Contavious Caldwell Pope, the way he was shooting threes. Uh, uh, yeah, KCP stays. Fuck it. I think that you know that's a, that's a clutch sports thing. You know, <laughs> he steps up when he has to. It's cool. But thankfully for Laker Nation, a lot of that can end up can end up being pretty much a part of the backstory for. This now championship year, a lot of these things that ended up feeling very anxious and, and just and just wanting the opportunity to to do this and be able to do it in this location in Orlando that ended up getting fairly analyzed in the beginning. But I think now people start to realize how difficult it really is to be away from family for X amount of months and being able to grind this out and and provide an nba championship to los angeles and really end that 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 10-year area so yes a lot of people miss fans and i'm sure that would have been an amazing experience to be able to see that at that point in time but now it's in an area where i think i think anybody that is trying to discuss asterisks or anything of that nature is just is just trying to extend narratives that oh, yeah. are falling on deaf, ear, uh, deaf ears at this point in time yeah i think everything has been done i mean the cycle's been completed it wasn't not just was it uh you know another championship for lebron james another finals mvp but you know one thing that i feel like has been lost in translation is you know tying that celtics record for the trophies man i, I think it's such a big deal and nobody wants to like really talk about it because the rivalry there hasn't been uh, a proper meetup to like keep this rivalry going. I know it, we were close, obviously uh, this 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 season, but man, that Celtics Lakers shit is real because we're talking about basically the two biggest franchises in the NBA ever, ever, and and, and really Celtics fans, the Celtics fans want to talk about it in such a in such a they're so sick right now i started seeing the oh, the, the things so that come sick. out they're saying well 
technically, if you want, do the Minneapolis Lakers championships count? And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, y'all are really di- digging deep in this bag the, to try the, 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 to the try the championships against those bums count. They play- <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, let's be real, plumbers. <laughs> but then they'll be like, okay, well, if we played pl- plumbers, what did y'all play when George Mikan was when there was nine people? On- so Celtics, Celtics, Lakers beef is definitely going hard as of right now. Whether it's forums, whether it's in person, online, that that beef is going to end up uh, pretty much never ending because at, at seventeen and seventeen, the rest of the NBA. Yes, you have six NBA championships with the Bulls. Yes, the Warriors have six NBA championships. Spurs have five. Uh, I don't think anybody has four. And then the Heat, the I'm Pistons, you, bro. and the Sixers have three. It's- Lakers, Celtics, they're, they're the greatest franchises in the NBA, period. So for the Lakers to go and, and get that notch, what is it, 17-17 now? Yeah. I mean, we're talking, this is big time. That means whoever gets the next one goes above the other. And if the, I know the Lakers want it. And I, I mean, to me, you know, I'm not – uh, you know, I'm from LA. I'm not really a Lakers fan. I'm not a Celtics fan at all. That's for sure. But um, I, I would love to see the Lakers go ahead and just and just take that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's what we saw from in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think I don't think Boston's and and granted they're not Boston ready. Seen plenty of conference finals in these past couple of years. I don't no, think Boston's ready, gonna be bro. able to make 18 before before nah. the Los Angeles Lakers do. No, nah, it's not gonna happen. But as that beef is pretty much never ending, I ended up liking seeing the conversation of what is happening with LeBron James and. Not only knowing that he's a historian of, of being very aware of what is going on, not only with the, the rivalry of the Lakers and the Celtics as well. And yes, they want to be able to to get number 18 to actually go over Boston. But he ends up reflecting on on the promise that he made last year. Obviously, the Los Angeles Lakers were not able to get to the NBA playoffs at all just based on um, injury from LeBron James, different things that they had planned um with who they had with Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and they were they did not have the ability to make the NBA playoffs and of course last season ends uh with their opportunity to get Anthony Davis and and pretty much set up the beginning of this season but as that ends up being something that is on LeBron's mind as he ends up winning his fourth NBA championship uh one quote that I ended up seeing well a lot of people ended up seeing because it was his finals MVP speech is the fact, uh, oh, well, his search for respect, the search for, for, for respect, search not only for the respect. Los Angeles Lakers, wow, for Anthony Davis, for his teammates, for that organization who I guess you can, uh, uh, tr- truthfully, at this point in time, I would rather not spend this next week trying to debate the the respect that the Los Angeles Lakers have. I feel like even when they are at their very lowest and getting 20 plus wins in a season, they end up being in much better fashions league wise and fan wise than say a 60 win Denver team or a 50 win Houston. Like their, I feel like their respect does not drift away. Even in bad times. And and you ended up seeing that like, yes, this decade had some very interesting players and was not the most memorable for certain points in time outside of the few outliers of, of course, Kobe retiring, hitting 60 points in his final game, uh, being able to get uh, people in the draft like Lonzo Ball and D'Angelo Russell and and having that youth be around Kobe at that point in time. Those types of things end up being being memorable. Uh, those types of things end up being memorable. But I feel like the respect for the Los Angeles Lakers does not really drift away. So as LeBron James is is talking about, yes, I, I 
fulfilled my promise and things like that, I ended up finding a lot of interest in the search for respect for himself when he says, I want my damn respect too. Cause that can really go to a large amount of people, whether it's athletes, media, fans, and truthfully, fans of the current team that he plays for. Because mm-hmm. on NBA TV, Steve Smith ends up asking him questions of 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 one, not only not only not only how long do you feel like you can continue with this, and he ended up giving a really interesting answer with that as well. But they asked him about how is it going to feel to now go back to Los Angeles and and fulfill this promise that you made to Laker Nation. And LeBron uh, didn't really give an immediate answer as, as as what you would expect of, yes, I just brought an NBA championship. I'm expecting them to, to welcome me with open arms and it's going to be a huge party. He more... He, he more so gave it more of the respectful type of answer. And I thought yeah. it was very interesting when he said, well, we're going to get back. I mean, we haven't been, been back up a couple of months, but if they accept me, I mean, if, 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 if they accept what I, w- what I was able to do, then, then, then yes, we're going to have a good time. And I thought that that was so interesting because last week he ends up giving the quote of Laker fans that have been critical from him at certain points in time. And not only that, Laker fans that could possibly continue to be could, to be uh, uh, critical of this, even with an NBA championship. And yes, those those fans are, are pretty much outliers compared uh, to those that are very thankful and very appreciative of him being able to play with uh, to play with the Los Angeles Lakers and provide the championship. But he but he's really right when he said last week that all the accomplishments and all the championships and everything that you have done pre this before this doesn't really matter it doesn't they don't until fans, you do it with la yeah fans don't they don't really hold nothing back especially when it comes to a guy who's always being considered as the best or one of the best ever because when you do that then there's going to be those people that are going to say no he's not and they want and when they say no he's not they're going to give you reasons as to why so getting it done in la is to me it's monumental it's such a big deal i think it's actually bigger than uh, I I personally think the Lakers winning a ring uh, again after this this long wait, especially with the type of year it's been, hmm. I think it's bigger than the bubble in itself. You know, I I mean I, I really do. Uh, I just it's it's the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, and again, I'm not like this. You know, I'm not this huge fan. You know, of, of either side, Heat or Miami. I mean, I, I would or Heat or Miami or Miami or Heat LA, but. Uh, you know, I just, I just really think that it's just, a, it's a massive victory. I think we'll probably appreciate it more down the line. It's just because it was in the bubble. I know some people are still kind of, you know, we, we spoke about this. If the Lakers win it, there is no asterisk. If somebody else won it, there's an asterisk. You know, <laughs> I, I, I personally don't think there's an asterisk. It's just that, just my opinion. Whoever would have won, I would have, I wouldn't have put one on it anyways. Because at the end of the day, they still played. You know, it still went down. Uh, I think the best team did win. And again, Mark, that's nothing that's nothing against the heat, but you know, it's just the way the cookie crumbled for real. I just found it so interesting to for, for LeBron to to answer that question and 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 pretty much approach it from an area where you're not taking these things one hundred percent to heart. Because it's hard, man. And to be I I won't I won't it's I don't wanna approach this conversation with the area of singing praises of LeBron James, but mm-hmm. You have to take into account, and I think LeBron does an area to take into account of, I've had opportunities to do amazing things in my career, and yes, it may not matter to Laker fans until you 
do it with the Los Angeles Lakers, but there's really two ways to approach that. For one, I feel like people would also respect it from, from, from a Laker fan perspective. I feel like people would appreciate or, or respect it before he actually ended up going with the Lakers in 2018. It would be different if we had the opportunity to see the finals that we never saw with sure. uh, the Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Lakers in in 2009. Because yeah, sure. if you do it against if you do it against a, a very hungry Kobe Bryant that was uh, pretty much em- embarrassed of Game Six of the 2008 NBA Finals and wanted to pretty much go for blood in 2009, that ends up putting an areas into respect, and then we didn't see it. And then as 2012 happens with the signing of Steve Nash and Dwight Howard, uh, Laker fans were very happy to the point where they wanted to see Miami in the NBA finals. And that ended up not happening um, due to, due, due to uh, injury uh, facing the San Antonio Spurs in the first round. They didn't, they did not have the opportunity to see the Miami heat as well. So you can approach it from that perspective as well. But the way that I ended up seeing him approach it is an area that I thought was very smart. And truthfully, you could lay your entire hall of fame accolades directly on the mat of the Los Angeles Lakers. It truly won't matter due to the fact that the Los Angeles Lakers is something that literally exceeds him and not only him, but also his family. It it literally exceeds generations for the amount of years that they have existed as a team compared to the other two teams that he has been on. Take a look at Cleveland. Granted, Cleveland has been around for a decent amount of time. But you ended up getting you end up getting drafted, and you are the best thing to come out of Ohio. There is not really much history that you have to battle with Cleveland outside of the You're fact that it. you no. made it a little bit hard for Michael Jordan in the '90s with Mark Price and Craig Elo. Mm-hmm. That is that is mainly the history that you fight with the Cleveland Cavaliers as far as as far as your resume versus it's, that team. It's a weird but, thing. Like it's, it's just like you said, bro. He's the other places. He's kind of making the history. Mm-hmm. And and with LA, he's just a part of it. You know, the Miami Heat ends up being created in 1988, and this ends up being what the 32nd season for the Miami Heat. Now, granted, you have some a, a, a very good amount of good teams that you uh, uh, lay your career against, and yes, there is an NBA Finals win without you. But I'd say it's pretty big consensus that your run ends up being something that was the best thing for the Miami Heat. And 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 even team-wise, you have the 2012-2013 Heat, which I, I, I would believe that a lot of fans would agree that that is the best team that ends up coming out of that. So those 30 years that end up being, well, that end up existing in Miami, and then the amount of time that you have in Cleveland, you are dealing with the Los Angeles Lakers at least a good 80 years yeah of, <laughs> long, leg, long of legendary teams yeah legacy shit like, some people's really. grandfathers have been watching the los angeles lakers and you're talking to people that are at least 30 years old mm-hmm. george mike jerry west will chamberlain magic johnson I mean, james legend. worthy yeah abdul jabbar uh what else? You go through a little bit of that stint in the '90s, then you have Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. There are so many different. It's 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 one reason that that Kobe used to say, "I don't really have to pitch the Lakers to anybody. If no. I have to tell you the lineage of this team, it really doesn't matter for you to be here. It doesn't matter." And a story like LeBron James is is able to notice that. So as there might still be critics from that perspective of those that want to see more from LeBron James in in this type of sense 
just like Josh said, he's already calling three peat immediately. I feel like people would see this and and be fairly comfortable in calling a back to back. And granted, you know why? Well, you know why though? What's that? Well, you gotta understand that when it comes to the Lakers being back on top of the league and what that does to the league and what that does to free agents and players that are still confused on where they want to finish their career, take their next step, play with. And I understand why Josh even said that because, hey, man, it's 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 possible. And I say that because imagine the players that now also, oh, the Lakers are back on top. You know, let me go be a part of this. You just, you really don't know how things shake out. And could you just imagine them getting like not a role player three point shooter, a starting like legit three point shooter who does this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's really just a, it can be a whole different atmosphere when you start winning rings and you can get whoever you want, especially when you, it's already Los Angeles, you know? Exactly. But I, I felt like, I felt like that was something that has definitely been an improvement from lebron james from 10 years ago we've ended up having an, uh, the discussion this season of the 10-year anniversary of, of the decision mm. i don't know if a 25 year old lebron james can can approach things in that that type of sense and in that type of maturity i guess yeah, you would say sure. to be able to understand this thing is a whole lot bigger than me but i'd love to be able to provide to that right so he, he ends up being able to puff cigars on tv be able to <laughs> to, to celebrate and have it and have things and provide things for players with the stature of Anthony Davis. He ended up having the quote, I know what it means to have seven years where you feel like you can't get over the hump. I felt that I needed some help, someone to push me. And he was able to talk about that through his finals MVP speech of of just being struggling in Cleveland. And you had to have people that were around you that knew how to win. Dwayne Wade knew how to win. Chris Bosch, yeah. uh, granted he hadn't he hadn't been to an NBA finals and didn't win an NBA championship um at that point in time but you had a teammate that was also as hungry as you were and yeah. that's how you're able to make things happen and create that magic in miami so when he says to be able to get him now and push him and let him know how great he is and be a part of something that special that's what it's all about and thankfully wade had the opportunity to do that with lebron James because 2011 was a disaster and wade had to pretty much fall back and be like yo we cannot do this in an area where i I'm at the helm. You are much superior to myself as well as Bosch. You need to drive this boat. And we help. are yeah. more than are more than willing to fall back to be able to get you to that level. And then you end up winning your first two championships out there. But yeah. to see him now have that and pretty much each one teach one to that with Anthony Davis, that is something that I would say is is pretty um it's gotta be a good feeling. It's gotta be got you have to feel it's a, a good lot payoff. of joy. Yeah, a lot of good payoff, a lot of joy, especially at that point in his career. He's the OG now. You know, exactly. so it's it's uh it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure there's a lot of people that didn't want to see I mean, I know there's people out there, but man, who who doesn't want to see LeBron get it? You know, he gotta the narrative I mean, I know for us, you know, coming high school, now being full length adults, 30 year old men. You know, the narrative on LeBron is so crazy. I mean, I remember when first take was like, you know, the biggest sports thing, period. And waking up to watch that at 10 o'clock on the time that end, Right, right. And, you know, you got Skip and Stephen A. And I mean, there were just moments where LeBron was just absolutely getting dogged. And that was, that was that was that was Skip Bayless's stick, but thankfully that was, uh, that was his thing. And things have just changed so much, man. So it's like I'm I'm really happy for him. And yeah, it came at the cost of uh, 
your Miami Heat, you know, not winning one. But again, I, I think it's almost like that Nuggets thing. And I'm not comparing you all to the Nuggets, but like, you know, I had nothing bad to say about the Nuggets when they got eliminated because they were just so good. You know, mm-hmm. they deserved everything that they got. The better team won. And that was the end of it. And in this situation, I, I, I do feel the same way that he are they're a very good team. They're coached very well. They're going to be back. I think they'll keep getting better. And the talent that stepped up this summer, they're not even they haven't peaked yet. So, um, you know, I, I think I think you guys will just be right back. You know, just give it give it more time. Now, there are some positives that have made this pain a little bit less easier, but I want to be able to talk about that. Let's take a quick break and let's where's 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 he going? Jo- hey, man, Josh, just, Josh had to go, man. People just late. No, hold on. There's, there's Lakers fans that just walk. There's Lakers fans that just walk. He just they just pass him a bell. OK, no, hold on. Yeah, we, no, we, have, we have to take a break. Josh has champagne in his hand. No, let's, let's take a quick break and come back. Hold on. As far as being on the elite media group, we have, we have, we have to. Where is he? Just got a, a group that's a lot like me. Fan base is incredible. The organization keep it real all the time. The coaches do and the players do as well. And they embrace me. They want me to be here. Uh, and it's fortunate to be around people like that. I'm very fortunate. Uh, and, and this is where I belong. This is what makes me smile. This is what makes me happy. I wish I could have done it for the city. I wish I could have done it for my teammates, for the organization. But I'm, I'm still glad that happened. A lot. I, I love him to death. I love him to death. I wish I could play with um, him as a teammate for forever. Um, because these are the moments that he shares, put his body on the line out there for me and the rest of our guys for this organization. And that means something. That shows the type of player he is, the type of player he is, and the type of person that he is. Um, we go down swinging. You know, I'm glad he was out there fighting us. We're gonna learn from this. We're gonna get better. We're going to come back. We're going to come back. We'll be back. That's what we're all saying in that locker room. Um, but we just we got guys that want to do it. We got guys that already want to get back in the gym and, and get to working at this thing. That's what we do here. But um, like I said, it was a pleasure to play with these guys. We're definitely moving in the right direction. All right, we are back. Yeah. RSPN on the Elite Media Group. He is yeah, Jeff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am Mark. I would say he is Josh, but something happened, man. Josh, Josh is on a damn float. All I saw was champagne LA. in his hand. Yeah. People walk off, covered the camera. A big cloud of smoke. <laughs> the the ruts in the air. <laughs> the ruts in the air. Ain't and funny. um, I think he went back to celebrating. Yeah. The positive thing about it is, is they were all masked, so that's good. Uh, oh, the man. type of mask, I will not get into those types of details, but um, we have the opportunity between you and I, Jeff, to to use literally the last segment of the season to talk about one thing and one thing only. We've given uh, I've given my congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers. I hope all of Laker Nation has the opportunity to celebrate this in grand fashion. Mm-hmm. But from a Miami Heat perspective, I just feel like there are so many fans that watch that NBA finals and are just granted it's a finals loss that ends up being pretty damaging, but I don't, I think people end up seeing what has happened with this team. Um, the first year of having Jimmy Butler 
trades throughout the the middle of the season that end up getting you pieces like an Andre Iguodala, like a Jay Crowder, and you turn a season where people critiqued the move of Jimmy Butler to Miami and decided that Miami would either be on the lower spectrum of the East or not even have enough to make the NBA playoffs, but you make the NBA finals. That, to me, makes me think that there can't be too much in Heat Nation that are down in the dumps in an area where they just can't get up and the future does not look promising. To me... It's a lot to build on, bro. It's a lot to build on. To me, there is so much that I have loved of having the development of Bam Adebayo, the passion of Goran Dragic throughout the Mm. entire season... All-Star Weekend was so exciting, and to have a player that buys into all of this heat-wise like Jimmy Butler does and 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 be able and be willing to do everything that is necessary for Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley and pretty much the entire organization is something that I would like to take into account as of right now, and I'm officially... This is official. Official. I'm not going back on this. Do not do not think that I'm on, do not think that I'm, I'm lying. I'm, I'm gonna let you get it all out. I am signing the peace treaty. Wow. Amp, really? if you're listening, if really? there are any other supporters of the 1776ers of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I feel like you even saying that is is ruining the truth. Uh is it? Is that? Is okay? You have for to, any you have Phil- to stop calling them like, for any yeah. 76ers fan for any Sixer fans. I am signing the peace treaty. I'm done. Okay. Good. So even next season for uh, forever for uh, for the immediate future. Okay. <laughs> for the immediate future. That's okay. I'm signing the peace treaty. I have just been so appreciative of having a Jimmy Butler on this team and knowing that he's not going anywhere. That I think it's I I think it's I think it's worth letting down a lot of the hate because i feel like sixer fans got their ass whooped so bad (laughs) after seeing jimmy butler make the nba finals in general after Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of sixer fans were calling that miami wasn't going to be able to do anything with it that was just like you know why hate and i you just start ended up you end up seeing sixer fans being appreciative and, and being happy that jimmy butler found what he is looking for because again we spend a lot of this season wondering what the fuck is jimmy butler looking for we even spent a little bit of season two yeah really truly with the scrimmage wondering what the hell does he want and this ends up being something where jimmy butler ends up getting two wins in the nba finals where he has uh, an incredible 40 point game with no threes and they compare it to shaquille o'neal and george mikan which is incredible uh company to have in that point in time and and yes He's going to feel pretty defeated that he wasn't able to bring a championship to the city of Miami in his first year. But uh, to be able to see his dedication towards this is something that I feel makes a lot of Heat fans happy. And that's pretty much that that's that's pretty much how I have approached all of this. You won't, get, you won't get an area for me where. I'm trying to discredit everything that has happened with the Los Angeles Lakers because truthfully for the pa- for the past 3 seasons of RSPN that really hasn't been that type of energy. There is no beef between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat really because no, you really no. haven't had much of an opportunity for that to be that. This is their first meeting 
official meeting in the NBA finals where you have a fight. My main focus that ended up coming out in our original finals preview with, with of course, Cam and Drew and play for keeps is that all of this depends on the length of this series. I was not interested in calling the winner of the series, the winner of the series. Obviously you can see how much I am representative of the Miami heat, but that is less important to me just due to the fact that you can look at it from a perspective and just be like, well, you're facing the greatest player in our eyes that we've ever seen. And you're looking at pretty much the protege that is very ready to play in his first NBA finals and dominate. Mm -hmm. Cornell and I wanted to have a, a really good series with Bam and AD Unfortunately, Bam ends up getting hurt, and thankfully is what, had the what, ability. What did Cornell say Bam was going to average? Uh, twenty-seven, eight, and uh, twenty-seven, eight, and um, fuck. I think I think it was two. I think it was like two blocks. Like twenty-seven, eight, and seven, like and like two blocks. And he ends up getting hurt, and he comes back. And granted, I'm very appreciative of Bam being able to play through all of that. But AD Absolutely. was just on a different type of time, and uh, that ends up being being something where they're not really battling, and we get the battle between Jimmy Butler and LeBron James. And I think leaving this 2020 finals, you're go you're going to be able to see and hear the appreciativeness of this being a six game series and being able to see that fight between Jimmy Butler and LeBron James. And a lot of people wanted it. Um, not a lot of people wanted to see Jimmy Butler getting 17 points, but he has 12 assists and he has nine rebounds. They wanted to see the 40, the, the, the 40 pieces. He wasn't able to get it in game six. And that's a little bit, and that's a little bit uh, disappointing at that point in time, but he was gassed, man. He yeah, was gassed, bro. You could just he tell. came I mean, out he for literally fifty seconds good. in Game Five. You yeah, literally man. put everything on the line, and and they talked about the photo of him literally just heaved over, ready to pass out, and that's the image of a champion before he is a champion. And those things are going to be very memorable to Jimmy, I would say. But my focus from a Heat perspective is the length of this series because. Even if you can view the Lakers going over the heat completely fine, I don't even think that's a controversial take. It, it doesn't really fucking matter. It really does matter on the way that it happens. And if it's sweep, I know that the Heat are not going to get any form of credit whatsoever in making the NBA Finals because you provided the Los Angeles Lakers a cakewalk. If it's five games, that I still don't think that the Heat get the appreciativeness that ends up making for a good final story that comes from facing the Los Angeles Lakers because five right. games, gentlemen sweep, people are going to be able to say, uh, it should have been a sweep and this and that. And then the Mamba Jersey thing that ended up coming out didn't even really make me that happy in the first place. Six games, you get a good amount of credit. And thankfully I feel like the heat were able to get that within the praise of the commentary between Mike Breen, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, they were able to say this really does look like it was a, a respectful ass, like it was a respectful ass series. Yeah, it's a championship team before they're a championship team. And truthfully, I didn't expect that. I really didn't expect to get that on national TV or hear that on national TV. So that really did improve a lot of the the feelings for me. If it was a six game series where they end up going out fighting and LeBron James hits a crazy shot, or or even if Game Five literally repeated itself. But this time, the Lakers end up getting the shot. They win the series. Huge blow to the gut, and it would have sucked. But I would have loved going out like that as opposed to pretty much getting 30-balled by halftime 
and 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 making our way into the end. So thankfully, I haven't really seen a lot of slanderous shit from game six at that point in time. But what I really wanted was seven games, because after seven games, you really can't say shit. You really can't say shit for for if Miami were was able to get three games on the Los Angeles that have literally done five games for the Houston Rockets, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Denver Nuggets, which are three pretty good teams. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to be able to have that for the Miami Heat, and and, and you didn't get seven games, and it's completely understood. But there is just okay, so man. much to be it's proud of. Okay, I'm really glad you're getting this off. I did not want you to end this season of RSPN. As well, I didn't want to, you know, end the actual NBA season without you, you know, getting this off. Because, man, the Heat have just had a really, really good season. And uh, I really – you and I, as far as doing RSPN, we couldn't have asked for more to, to get one of our teams in there. Uh, I feel like, you know, my team has a, a, a long way. But, you know, it's been it's been a, a fun time uh, watching your, your IG stories. Uh <laughs> Every time a game comes down to the last second, so yeah, you think we could have called this in, in September? None of us, no, none of us could have no called way. either the Heat or the Timberwolves no, making this. And every time we do local love, we wouldn't have, we, we we wouldn't have ended up calling this. Like it's amazing to look back at this past season of RSPN and see all the different types of conversations that we have had from literally the longest NBA season period. And truthfully, although it is a 41 episode season for us in season three, it's not too far away from the 40 that we done in season two. And then we ended up doing a half season in season one. But it feels like a pretty much a year of RSPN where we haven't really had the opportunity to cover the NBA in this type of length. The episode that we had with Josh was September of 2019. And at this point in time last year, we were talking about we were we were talking about China. Yeah. Yeah, this is we're talking about China getting into the getting into the beginning of the season. What is going to happen with that? And that ended up being very Laker centric uh, from the conversations that were coming from the Lakers and the Rockets. So America. Yeah, it's it's uh, by, by by far by far, by the way, uh, it's probably top. Uh, what do I want to call? What do I want to call that? Is that top three moment in our is that top oh, three man. moment in RSPN? I don't know. And I just know that. uh my pride was my pride was running a little at the high end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day we need to put real american actually no i don't want to put hulk hogan i want to put i don't want to put hulk hogan yeah we can't put no oh yeah 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 we'll find we'll find something else but in general it's just like to be able to see everything that has happened in this 2019 2020 season and again 2020 just outside of sports just being a year that nobody could have predicted at all in life to have this being one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best NBA seasons ever is 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 something that I'm very appreciative that we have the opportunity to have on on I was about to say on wax. Jesus Christ, I'm old. On on microphone, <laughs> on, on podcast on podcast. Recut, recut gems, yeah. Exactly. I was thinking. I was thinking about recut gems. Jesus Christ. Uh, just just to be able to have this as a capsule of just remembering a whole bunch of this season is something that again. You take a bad loss like that in the finals, but there's so much to be appreciative this year. It feels like you win, you win without winning. And as cliche as that may sound, it really does feel that way. Now, yeah. Miami search for a revisit is going to start once the offseason begins in December, but a lot of people are anticipating athletes 
NBA players watching a finals like that where you literally give it your all against a heavily favored team and get two wins out of that and think, well, what happens if I'm added to that? Yeah. What can I what can I change? What can I provide to that to be able to hopefully change something in that nature? Now, a lot of people will call it early and we have had the conversations of Giannis being able to come out to be able to come out to Miami and leave Milwaukee and have the opportunity on, to man. to play for an NBA championship. We talked about Pierce and, and Pierce had said Dallas is also a sleeper as well. And there is also the heavy idea that Giannis can just stay wherever the fuck he's at and just stay in Milwaukee, get your Supermax and do what you need to do to try and get Milwaukee to the NBA finals. But Skip had ended up saying something on Twitter that also kind of influenced man. this that kind of influenced this peace treaty. Really? What do you say, man? What 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 made what made what did Skip say that made you fall back Skip on said destroying the Sixers? Skip said, I don't care if Mark doesn't like this, but Joel Embiid on the Heat, it feels like watching this finals, Joel Embiid on the Heat is something that will end up paying off. And hmm. yes, Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid, those end up be that ends up being the one friendship, the one link that I feel like Jimmy still connects to when it comes to that area in Philadelphia. And I've had some choice words for Joel Embiid. I've had some yeah. choice. Um, you gotta take him back because he may critiques. be over there for real. If that does happen, you watch the NBA Finals, and yes, I wanted Bam Adebayo and Anthony Davis to to battle out and do things of that nature, but. After Bam, you get minutes from Kelly Olenek, and those pretty much end up being that two-way scenario. And, uh, of course, you had areas where Solomon Hill ends up playing the four um, and, and do things of that nature. But being able to have a Joel Embiid, you, want, you, you, you kind of get interested in where that is going or where that can go to have a player like Embiid to put against a body like Anthony Davis, whether yeah. or not yeah. he ends up losing or winning that battle, you never know. But imagine, imagine you being able to keep both. Imagine getting, imagine keeping Bam and, and getting Embiid as well. To have a Butler, a Bam, and an Embiid, you make it work, bro. You make it work. You make it work. Is that is that is that too much for you? I got to think about it. <laughs> I have to walk back so much fucking sleep. You got to walk back so much, bro. Like I. <laughs> I thought just thinking about it got me laughing. I actually hope this happens now. The worst, the worst, the worst that I've ever felt was Danny Granger being being a Heat. And oh my god! As much as I, I, I wasn't like, oh my god, Danny Granger. But I don't forget. I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, he's on. I, I really did not like Danny Granger from 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 just facing the Pacers for those two was it, two three years in the NBA playoffs, and to have him on my team was just like fuck. You're on the heat, but then it's just like shit. Why the hell are you here? Joel Embiid is going to be a much more payoff than than Danny Granger was at that point in time because he didn't really get shit from Danny Granger on the heat. But yeah, yeah. If Joel Embiid is on the heat and linking with Jimmy Butler and he's doing that goddamn shimmy and repping his repping his jersey, putting the heat in the camera. He's so annoying already. And and I don't want to think. I don't want to. You really do. You have to backtrack so much. I don't. I really don't want to think about that. I really don't want to think about that. But again, the peace treaty is on the table. Amp has to. Amp has to. Amp is to. Amp is officially 
the head of the 76. I don't care if it's RSPN exclusive. Amp speaks for all 76er fans. No, it's not Allen Iverson. It's Amp. Amp has to sign the peace. Amp has to sign the peace treaty. Amp has to sign it, huh? So we we can we can talk to Amp and try to make sure that happens so that next season things are a little bit more peaceful. I'm right? I'm pro- I'm providing it on I'm providing it on the table. I'm just I'm just sliding it across the table. The beef is over. I am good. I am very ready to I'm ready to start the the new damn season right now, truthfully. But if Amp signs the peace treaty, everything that has happened for the past 3 seasons with the Philadelphia 76ers is over. And you know, maybe we can talk about Maybe we can possibly get an idea, uh, brainstorm. Oh my god! A little that's bit why, of that's a, why I can't let you go off for too too long. Why not? I'm just I'm just I'm just providing ideas of just. I can't uh, let you get off for too. That's a what? If. I, I know you. I know you had a lot to it's say. Just a little because, what? It's just know, a little this what? Was, if. This was your team in the finals that lost, and I know you had a lot to say. But now we're getting off track here, man. We're getting off track, man. Free agency hasn't hit yet. We'll have free agency talk. Is it getting off track? I mean, we have a date. We have a date. The Alpha Sport is done. The Alpha Sport is done. We're done. But we have a date, do we not? For offseason, it's December 1st. December 1st. We have a free agency date. Then we can come back and talk about all these shenanigans. No, let's just just a little little what if. I mean, mean, the draft is coming soon. The draft is coming soon. Obviously, Nick fans are going to go up crazy for that shit. Well, I mean, that's because they still think they're getting players that they're not going to get. So, mm, you hear that, Elton? See that? Wasn't me. Don't, don't hey man, look November, at me this November 18th is on a Wednesday. Week. It's going to be a, another Wednesday for the Knicks to be sad on, like every other Wednesday. See, Skip, Meals, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't me. Well, I'm kind of tired of seeing it, bro. I didn't do any. I didn't do it. You see, tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it. That's one truce that is not going away. So Damn, you said they're not the man in their own city? That's crazy. Wow. Mm. Wow. I thought I heard Kyrie say that this past week. I don't know. Is that what he said? That's it. That's interesting. Let's make that a headline. Uh, yeah, I heard Kevin say not. Yeah, yeah. I heard Kevin say y'all not the man in your own city. That's, that's just what I heard, honestly. Interesting. Maybe they'll trade down. I've heard. I've heard rumors about them trading down. So maybe they'll trade down and get down there to get get the player that they want. So I heard RJ uh, Barrett. RJ Barrett might be upset at that. He might end up spazzing, drop a hot, drop a hot seventeen points. I don't know. Right. Interesting. Hello. Okay. Anyway. We don't want to let it be about the Knicks. Everybody's cool. Everybody's nice. Copacetic. The lights are off. This is the mm-hmm. end of RSPN season three. So crazy. Thank you guys I'm- so much for pulling up on us all fucking season. And it was a weird season. We had, we kind of had a little split thing. But, you know, the, the greatest part about the season was when we came back, we came back the right way. We actually came back as elite as well. And, and you know, I know for Mark and I, this is definitely our biggest season to date, you know, we yes. came a long way. So uh, I'm just, I'm really, really um, excited about the future of RNC Radio, of Elite, RSPN. Um, everything that we're doing is really just for the love still. And, you know, I'm, I'm still having fun. I know Mark's still having fun. We got a new season coming up. I cannot wait till the fans are back. Um, I can't wait to be able to go to a game again personally mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, you know, so I just really want to, you know, say thanks to everyone who has just been interacting with me and Mark on a week to week basis and, and, and subscribing and, and, you know, posting our shit over and over again and, and telling me and Mark that we're doing the best that we can possibly be doing. And yeah, man, that shit is encouraging. So we will definitely see you guys next season. And uh, again, I'm speaking for Mark a lot right now, but you know, we appreciate that shit a thousand percent and we're not going to stop. 
No, all those all those sentiments are one hundred percent mirrored on my end. Again, I think I think it starts off by just showing love to uh, the areas that we ended up changing as we came back and ended up transitioning into Elite. Shout out to Elite for for being able to provide us this opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to, to to be on the channel and be able to discuss basketball in these types of fashions to have this types of audience. For those that ended up jumping into this podcast throughout our partnership in the beginning of the summer, shout out to you for continuing to show up each and every week. Of course, as season four comes, you are going to be very, very entertained and and, and love the conversations that Jeff and I continue to have with the greatest sport in the world. And not only do we want to show appreciation for the brand new listeners after the partnership, but definitely 100% all of the RSPN faithful that have been listening from the pilot episode in February, 2018. There are people that have been listening to us for almost three years as of right now. And this, uh, all the opportunities that we have had to be able to talk to people and share our ideas and share our love for the sport and everything that even excels outside of RSPN and jumps into our other podcasts on RNC radio um, as well as Elite as well, this is not possible without everybody that um, has subscribed, listened, and loved the conversations and remember all the conversations that we have had on here. So 100% thankful for everybody that has been tuning in and listening. Um, I do want to show love to our Season 3 alumni, everybody that has come on this season to be able to discuss everything going on with the NBA, the WNBA, the G League, and everything surrounding this world of basketball of course big shout outs to both cam and drew on the play for keeps team you are going to continue to hear from them of course each and every week on the elite media group channel but we've loved having drew on of course we've loved having cam on for multiple episodes this season and being able to see him shine and talk basketball is something that has made both jeff and i very happy uh shout out to Bansky. We've had Bansky on season two before, but being able to discuss salute, salute. the NBA finals with him in this type of area has been something that had made me very happy. Of course, make sure to also subscribe to the etc. with himself and Kevin Durant as they continue their podcast journey as well. I love the first episode that they have with Kyrie Irving, and they're going to have a whole lot more interesting things to talk about on the etc. So make sure that you lock into that. Big shout outs to Cornell. He came through and had plenty of plenty of love to show and plenty of conversation to have with um, not only sports, but the gaming portions of that as well. And we can't wait to see what happens with that. So big shout outs to Cornell. And we've also had Robbie on with us. Pierce Simpson had an yeah, incredible conversation great season, with us. Great season. Shout out to Amp. Amp was able to come through right after Art Bossel and his REOP live show. Very successful event out there. He came through to talk with us too. J5, Meals, and Jamal came through for the Kobe episode. A very heavy episode, but it was something that we 100% needed to do just to be able to discuss our experiences as black men and being able to see one of the most legendary and influential black men lost within the beginning of this year. Um, to have that represented was something that was amazing. Shout out to Elton. Elton, one of the biggest, biggest supporters of RSPN, being able to come on and talk sports with us at any type of fashion as well. And he continues to do so. Big love to you, Elton. You know I've got love for you 100%. Shout out to Dakota Schmidt. Came through and discussed G League with us. That was mm-hmm. an That's amazing awesome. conversation with Dakota. Shout out to Dakota Schmidt. 
Justin Goldchain came through and was able to discuss the week that the Sixers, I think that was the week the Sixers and the Timberwolves fought. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Justin, Chris Mack, a very, very seasoned RSPN alumni who has been on been since, around, been I think around. he's been on since the third episode of season one, and he is very well represented in season been three. Around. And of course, our guest this week that we are not 100% sure if he has been kidnapped or not. Peace, we hope you're okay, man. Ain't shit funny. The one, the, the, the beginning of the season and the end of this season to be able to discuss everything that has happened in the city of Los Angeles, hey, his city of Los Angeles as well. Real quick, Josh bro. What, 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 what jerseys, what jerseys did we give away? That's exact. That's what the fuck I forgot. Isn't it amazing? What that jerseys we did at, we give away? We did our first giveaway this season. Mm-hmm. Did it online, gave away two brand new jerseys. The, the new winners jerseys. could pick whatever fucking jersey whatever they, they wanted. wanted. What jerseys were they? A Jimmy Butler jersey and an Anthony Davis jersey. Whether or not well, you'd that? like to call us profits for calling well, the that? NBA Finals without calling the NBA Finals, well, up to you. That? How's that? Up to you. That's how we, that's Maybe how it was we, all by design. That's how we get out of here. Maybe it was all by design. Theater of the mind. But we'll let you have that. Thank you again for everybody that has come through lock in, for lock season in, three in. of RSPN. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a little week. We're gonna take a little week. Be sure to lock in next week. We're gonna have our greatest hits episode. Mm-hmm. Everything that has been favorites of myself as well as Jeff's for this past season of RSPN. 41 episodes. We're gonna try and be able to get that into an hour of our favorite moments of the season. So expect that next week. And of course, a brand new episode of the Check Fade podcast still comes out tomorrow. And a brand new episode of Play for Keeps each and every Thursday as well. So still plenty of things to go on in the Elite Media Group. But as the Alpha Sport ends, Jeff and I are going to cut the lights off on these studios. And we're going to think about Season 4. But once we have that information on Season 4, we will have that for you. Jeff, again... You know how much love I have. Oh, yeah, man, I love you, bro. You already know it's nothing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm about to take some time off, get my shit together, personally, mentally, uh, and you know I'll be back with you. That's, that's without a doubt, man. I, I love doing this shit with you. So you're my brother for life, nigga. So you already know. Absolutely. And until then, we'll be able to share with y'all, but you will hear from us very, very soon. <laughs>